Hello and welcome to Conversations with a Starseed. I'm your host, Shiona, and I am, in fact, a starseed. In these episodes, I want to discuss everything from what seems like the small and mundane to the large existential concepts I encounter and look forward to along my journey. So now, let's expand and explore perceptions, lenses, and understandings of our universe and beyond. Hello, everyone. I am really excited to record and put out this episode. It's one that's been on my mind for quite a while, and I'm finally taking the time to do it. It's also super personal, as it's one that's really made the biggest shift and the difference in my life, well, possibly ever. Okay, so where to start? Um, Okay, so let's start with a story telling you a bit of, well, what I've gone through. So as a teenager and even well into my 20s and 30s, I was told I was very emotional and in some cases too sensitive. As long as I can remember, I always felt emotions on a very deep and intense level. Sometimes I knew why and other times I had no idea. It was just me. I found that when others told stories or I watched movies or TV or reading books, I could empathize on a level as if it were happening to me. I could feel whatever they were going through, their fear, their anxiety, their lack, their anger. And I could also feel the joy, the love, the excitement, the entire gambit of emotions as if I was experiencing them for myself. My mind, my body, they would all react. So as you can imagine, it felt like a bit of a struggle. In my 20s, during sort of the beginning of my spiritual development, I came across the term empath. As I read about this more and more, I realized that this is what I was experiencing. I felt such a relief in understanding that I wasn't crazy, that I was feeling others feelings and emotions. I went around identifying as an empath. I would say it to everybody. It became my reason for feeling off when I went out. It was the reason I would feel drained after deep conversations and even why I felt sick after Reiki sessions or teaching. I would use crystals, oils, and here go the air quotes, to protect my energy. It seemed to help, but I was still getting overwhelmed and quite usually nauseated. I would ground constantly. I mean, we're talking like six times a day or more, and in all different kinds of ways. Nothing seemed to really balance me. I figured that this was just my life, that this was the balance or the price of the ability. Have you ever thought that? That there may be a payment for something good? That somehow there's this universal bank and I was using a credit card and I'd have to pay this back in some way. If you have, I really, really, really encourage you to take a second to look at where that comes from. Where have you seen it? Where have you agreed to it? Where have you heard it? And destroy and uncreate it. Unless, of course, you find that it's serving you. I operated from that place for years, covered in crystals, smelling and wearing essential oils, and cloaking myself in Reiki symbols and white light 
all day, every day. I was basically walking around with a giant flashing sign above me for any and all entities, beings, anything that likes to play with humans, anything with a lower frequency, to come and see me. But why? How so? Those are means of protection. That's what we're taught in the metaphysical world as it is. Protect your energy. Make sure nothing comes to you. Well, I don't really like to do things that way. So it was because I wasn't managing or taking responsibility for my energy field. I was a beacon of insecurity and I was wide open. Other people would use me as a dump for all of their emotional and energetic garbage and I would take it on and take it into my body because I'm an empath and that's just what we do. Can you hear how dysfunctional that is? I'm an empath and that's just what we do. When you take on energy that doesn't belong to you, it causes dysfunction and disease in the body. I was experiencing nausea daily. I was sick. My body was tired. My emotions were all over the place. I was adopting fears and experiences that weren't mine as mine. I was anxious. And we're talking serious anxiety, medicated levels. All of this was creating or deepening my Akashic records, making my fourth dimensional much more dense, which makes it more difficult to connect to, well, everything. This is why those that identify as empath usually feel heavy, sick, anxious, and experience anxiety on a daily level. Their body is trying to make sense of energy and experiences that aren't really theirs. Can you see why it's dangerous to your health, your physical, mental, and emotional fields, as well as spiritual levels, to identify as an empath? The more someone identifies as an empath, the more they'll usually adopt or take on other people's stuff because they figure that's just who they are and that's just what they do. So having that information and perspective, what can be done? How can this be changed? Well, first, let's look at a new perspective on what an empath really is. Being an empath isn't an identity. It's a tool. Let me say that again. Empath is not an identity. It is a tool. Our clairs or abilities Or gifts are meant to work together, not to be relied on individually or to be used as an identity. And being an empath or experiencing empathy is just a form of clairsentience, of clear feeling. We need to look at ourselves as whole beings, not sectioned or segregated parts and pieces. Okay, so now we know that clairsentience or empathy is a tool and not an identity. So how do I deal with everything I've taken in and manage it going forward? Because that's really how we help. So this is where I learned the phrase that changed my life completely. My favorite three little words. Are you ready? Is this mine? That seemingly simple question 
brought more awareness, clarity, and empowerment into my life than anything else I have ever learned. So here's how I began to use it. First, I started with clearing some of the clutter. I make sure I'm on my axis, connected with the earth as well as my source point. I then bring into my awareness an experience or an emotion I've been wrestling with. And I ask the question, is this mine? For me, my body will pull forward if it's a yes, and it would pull backward if it's a no. People use all kinds of muscle testing techniques to hear their yes or no, so try on different ones to see what works best for you. You can use the uh, fantastic Google machine with muscle testing, and you'll be able to find tons of different resources. So if I get a no... I thank my body for bringing this to my awareness and I ask it to return to sender awareness attached. It's just that simple. This does not take a massive meditation. This does not take fasting. This does not take any of the other fluff that we believe that we need to be able to connect to ourselves, to get our truth, to get our answers. It's just, is this mine? It can be just that simple when we're dealing with things on such a surface level. When you start doing this, you may be surprised at just how much isn't yours. Now the asterisk or caveat when doing this is that you have already, if you have already bought it fully as your own, or if you, are, if you have a preconceived notion, idea, or thought basically made up your mind that it is yours, then you'll need to use a bypass statement. So something like, if I were to bypass all of my thoughts, ideas, and assumptions, truth, is this mine? This has helped me in so many different situations where I thought something was mine, and yet really, I've just bought it as mine. I've built emotions around it. I've built a story around it. I've told myself on all layers of levels, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, that this belongs to me. So what I'm asking my body, my higher self, my soul to do is if I were to take all of that out of the equation, would I still buy this as my own? If you're interested in self-improvement and healing, this becomes a really fun game to play. Start testing your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, everything. As you clear the surface things, you can begin to go deeper. One of my really interesting findings was that my allergies, my seasonal allergies, weren't even mine. I actually adopted them from someone else and bought them as my own. After doing some work on releasing, returning to sender, along with a little bit of Akashic work, I didn't experience seasonal allergies like I had several years previously. Again, this isn't where I started, but where you can get to. Start smaller. Start with emotions. Start with thoughts. Start with beliefs. Get to know what your own energy feels like. And then when something comes up to you, you can recognize self from non-self and return it if required. Now, when I'm doing sessions for others, my body can show me that what someone is experiencing and just as quickly, I can thank it and return it to sender. There's no more feeling sick after treating others. 
I no longer worry about being in public with others. I rarely experience illness anymore. And rarely do I experience anxiety. And quite frankly, I live an overall empowered life. Taking radical responsibility for what I experience and what is in my life. Life is so much easier now. I really hope this has helped you and you begin to play with the question, is this mine in your own life? Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it as much as I have. And if you did, please feel free to share it with others to let them know that this information is out there. And we will see you in the next one. Bye for now.